everybody, and welcome to the second MCU episode that we are of our chronological watch through, or however we want to say it. I am Mike Elberton, and who are the angry individuals with me tonight? You wouldn't like me when I'm hungry, Michael K. Hughes. <laughs> and Bill Hulk Smash Tucker. Those were both funny, by the way. <laughs> I mean, I, this was very actually for me it was average. I don't, I, I never think too much about those things. You know, that's part of the, that's part of the the joy of games. My mom, you don't think about anything. You just open your mouth and stuff comes out. That's, that's really the main thing I thought about when I was watching the movie. I'm like, what's going to be my witty opener? Today? <laughs> <laughs> There's not a lot of good lines in this movie, so I'm like, well, that's the obvious one. I'm going to steal that. Yeah, and yeah, I took this, not... I took the second most obvious. So there's not. I mean. Oh, Mr. Green. I should, <laughs> oh, yeah. I should introduce what we're going to be talking about, as you can obviously see in the title <laughs> of this episode. We're going to be talking about the Incredible Hulk film that came out in 2008. Not the 2003 film, because that's not part of the MCU. This one loosely is part of the MCU. So 2008 film with Edward Norton. Yeah, remember him in the other movies? In the other Avengers movies? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we'll talk about that, too. But this is our second time going as we continue on. So and I'll just start out with, as one thing we, I mean, like, one thing about this movie is I don't I want to say it wasn't supposed to be part of the MCU when they first started the when they when this first started getting published right. or not published but produced because this was actually made by a different studio. For, no, correct company was Marvel Studios and Valhalla Motion Pictures, but distributed by Universal Pictures, yeah. which is right. why I own a DVD and did not watch this on Disney Plus. Right. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, not, kinda, it's not under we, that banner. Yeah, yeah we talked it, a little bit of it before recording. I, I kind of got the same impression. Like that end credit scene, well, pre end credit scene. <laughs> we'll get to that. Yeah. But uh, it almost feels like that was filmed after the fact, after Iron Man blew up, and they're like, "Oh, we'll just make this part of that universe." Then, well, when I was first watching this, I had because I had seen this movie back when Age of Ultron came out, or right before Age of Ultron, Ultron came out, when I was excited for Age of Ultron. So that changed. And I what, I didn't catch it when I was rewatching this a couple of days ago in the opening when they're because they they do a great job. But they skipped the whole origin story of Hulk because you just got that five years before in the like three hour felt like three hour long Hulk film. I never saw. I saw oh. parts of it. Well, that's, um, yeah, so that's, that's partly the, that's, that's partly the, why. Yeah. Those are that's the Ang Lee one you guys are talking about. Yes. We're going to have to do yeah. an episode on that someday. Mm, <laughs> well, terrible. <laughs> 138 minutes. I've seen it. I've seen parts of it. I watched part of it and I turned it up and I stopped watching it and went and played Final <laughs> Fantasy 11. Not a good decision. That's another story. And, but this, so that's why in this movie, when it starts off, they give you the whole origin story of how he becomes Hulk in the intro credits when they're kind of showing. They show you sitting in, him sitting in the chair. They show the experiment gone wrong. They show him fighting with uh, Liz's father, which I can't think of his name all of a sudden. Uh, General Ross. Yes, okay. Um, and they do all that that because that was I, I felt at least back then and now is that they were giving you the story because they just gave you a whole movie about the origin, so they didn't want the bore the the bore the watcher again or the viewer. Yeah, but here's my thing with that. And again, I this is the first time I've seen either of the the Hulk movies. I never saw the Ang Lee one, and so I came into this one brand new. You know, really only knowing the you know the Mark Ruffalo character. Who uh, further, you know, and the, the real Hulk, as we now come to know him. Um, so when that's going on, I'm watching this, you know, classic late 2000s, you know, electronic crunchy music opening credit scene with Jet. And I'm like, oh, you just, this is, you're just, this is the backstory. Like, this is the point where I'm supposed to pay attention. 
This is the yep. point where I'm usually eating popcorn and trying to find my seat. No, oh, <laughs> this is um, this is paying attention. And the, I, I get why they did it, but from what I read, it turns out that the director actually filmed all that stuff. Like he filmed those sequences, but oh. it didn't fit into the actual oh. movie, so they just kind of chopped it up and shoved it in there. And that's why it has Edward Norton in there, and it has Liv Tyler, and it has all the characters that are going to be in this film. It was actually that was all done. That was all work done. But for some reason, I, I don't know why they decided to just smash it all into this tight little two minute cre- opening credit sequence. The movie's okay, almost two cool. hours as it is. It's a, yeah, and I, didn't I get know it. That. Yeah, it yeah. And that's that's yeah. From what I understand, yeah. You know, someone online or on the internet may re- re- refute me, refute away. <laughs> that means you're listening and you're paying attention. So good on you, person to refute. Well, if it's on the internet, it must be true. Exactly. I mean, I I check all my sources. Of course I do. <laughs> so like the famous uh, yeah. quote from Abraham Lincoln: "Don't trust what you see on the internet." <laughs> so, I love that one. It floats around every so often. Yep. He would oh, know. But, he would know. <laughs> what I did want to say before I off track my own self is in that opening scene. There also is. When they're looking at all the different weaponry, one of the weaponry, like the the trucks with the son with the sonar or loud the loud making things, we'll say the sound <laughs> ones. I can't think of the word I want to say. They say Stark Industries, right? On and that's like, I'm that I'm that's one of the only two connections this movie had to Iron Man. Yep. Just yeah, because. the the second one I think is when they're taking out the blue goop, um, to turn Tim Roth into a monster, uh, body horror uh, creature. Is uh, it also says Stark Industries on it, which uh, again, okay. we'll get there. That's in my notes. I didn't catch that. Yeah, it says Stark Industry on the canister, and it's like, so who at Stark Industries is making Blue Creature Group? Group, yeah. uh, which division is making the Blue Creature Group? I, I don't know. Well, they do explain that later on in a bunch okay. of the MCU stuff, and it's like in the Captain America movie, it gets kind of there. Okay, but we'll get there. All right. Speaking of, they do mention the super soldier serum, and they mentioned Shield a couple of times. So they're trying to to get it all canon, I guess. Oh, also, yeah. Go ahead. Sorry. In the in the comics, I want to say Shield Shield was involved with the super soldier program in the comics. So that right. that was something that they just were kind of following along with. That's that's fair. I didn't I didn't catch the Shield references um, this time around. I didn't know. Huh. Okay, I wasn't yeah. paying enough attention. <laughs> yeah. They, so after they get uh, uh, Jesus Banner's computer, they go through his emails and say Mr. Blue and Mr. Green. Uh, Ross says he put those terms into the Shield database, so if anyone oh. uses those, he would uh, they pick it up or whatever. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Wow. That just that totally blew by me. Okay. Oh, another was, thing oh. I want to mention. <laughs> Sorry. Quick is I was, like I was that, <laughs> you're good. <laughs> for those that do know. Most people, as we had already said on this podcast, most people know Mark Ruffalo as the Hulk and Bruce Banner because he goes on from Avengers on. I want to say Edward Norton didn't have a good time with this movie and had a bad time with production and everything, yeah. and that leads to why he didn't come back. Oh, is that why? Okay. Something yeah, like that. Yeah. Like, he blamed Marvel for the script or something, so it was a bad script. And that's well, why... it's not great. It's yeah. not great. They don't, they, don't, they don't get a lot to work with. Well, it's Hulk. You don't. Mm-hmm. I mean, the movie starts off with after you get your two minute little intro to what Hulk is, you have Banner, who's been on the run for, I want to say it's been a year or so he's been hiding or something like that. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, it's like a hundred and four years. Yeah, a couple of years. And he had it's 
a hundred and something days since his last incident. And yeah, it's been multiple years. Yes. Okay. I, I should have wrote that down, but I did not. <laughs> but, and I think it's cool. Like you have him working in Brazil, which I recognize immediately when I see that city in Rio. I want to say it's Rio de Janeiro yeah, because of uh, Call of Duty 2 or Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2. <laughs> There's a no, level exactly. of that in that game. Okay. I want to say it's two. Maybe it's three. I don't know. But I, I recognize it from there partly and is in a lot of games. But that doesn't matter. But I, it's just cool seeing that city, and then you and then you start off with him, and he's working at a bottle a bottle company. And I had forgotten most of most of this opening. I just always had remembered the Stan Lee cameo that comes up shortly after this, where he's working on a machine. He cuts himself, and the blood drips, and he runs down. He stops the machines. He cleans up the blood. Then you see a little bit of blood got into the bottle of pop or soda yeah. or Coke if you're in Texas, right? Isn't it Coke <laughs> in Texas? It's just soda. It's soda. Oh, just don't, soda. yeah, just don't call everything Coke because that's. I mean, look. Yeah, I, I think don't that's. Southeastern thing. I think okay. so. I don't know. Yeah. Just I thought it was Texas. Never mind my joke then. Yeah, get with the times. Get with the times. <laughs> but I mean, that's kind of your intro to like how paranoid he is, you know, and how he how he's aware of who he is and what he is, and he's trying to deal with it. Like I, I do like that scene. I love when you have when they do the Stan Lee cameo, which becomes you know a classic staple of this right. franchise, where he's sitting there, he drinks the soda pop, drops it, and then. They find out, <laughs> hey, gamma poisoning. Yeah, I found it was 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 there's a few things in that, in that big opening. First, they really lean on his solitary life like he's living alone. Yeah, he's got no furniture in his apartment. He's watching he's an a- old, old TV with a cat, which, by the way, you, you could you can furnish your house. Right. Like just because you're <laughs> alone and okay away from society doesn't mean you can't like get a dresser and a bed and, you know, maybe a rug. <laughs> he spent all his money on the computer he had with the satellite. Which was amazing. The fold-out satellite computer. <laughs> oh, and that big old chunky thing pad. So good. I love old technology so much. It just like, oh, that's so cute. But wouldn't that thing cost like thousands upon thousands of dollars oh, yeah. even at this time? Yeah, it was okay. it was uh, pretty legitimate stuff. Is that it's the not first time he you would have? Oh, that's not the first time he reaches out to Blue. But the other thing, too, with the with the bottle factory, I didn't realize it was soda until Stan Lee drank some and killed himself. <laughs> was I love how he runs down, shuts down the thing. He goes down, he wipes up the one spot of, spot of blood on the conveyor belt. Sweet. He doesn't see it on the clear bottle. I know. <laughs> oh, I, I, I agreed with that. I'm like, you think he, this guy who's super paranoid, super careful, he would have seen the damn blood in the bottle because he would have been checking that. That kind of... I mean, right. I like the scene, Impressive. but it did throw rub me the wrong way a little bit. Yeah, throw all the bottles away. And that CGI blood drop was so good. I mean, <laughs> yeah, that, that was, was solid. That was beautiful. That was like some blade. That was some blade blood uh, CGI. Okay, that was now awesome. I can't tell if you're being sarcastic or not. <laughs> I, I, I'm being sarcastic and okay. proclaiming its goodness. It's so good. It's so bad. It's good. That's that. That's yeah, if you start talking about Blade CGI, I start thinking of the first Blade when he fights Frost and he comes back together, and that's yeah, it's so bad, it's so great. <laughs> that's another. That's another episode someday. <laughs> but I mean, I don't have like the fondest for Hulk even before I saw this movie back in the day. I like Hulk more now, but like that's what I thought was interesting with this movie is that they they do find it like a lot of the first part of this movie before they really I would say like maybe the first like quarter of it is just. Edward Norton. I want to say before they introduce the Hulk, when they kind of start introducing all the characters, they introduce that, you know, he had the love with Betsy. You have you have Roth looking for him. 
you know, why he's working at that, that short scene where he's working at the bottle company and how he's running around the city and trade and get that flower, which is kind of stupid, <laughs> you know, to test to stop the blood. And it doesn't do anything. But it, I like how it shows him being a scientist and it shows him that he's intelligent, I guess we can go with. Smart guy doing smart things, as Bill said last episode. Yeah, and that's yeah, and that's that works for me too. Like when he fixes the conveyor belt, you know, with just by twiddling some wires. That's that's cool. I like that. Um, but just to, like you, that's a good comparison to the um, Iron Man. Iron Man, they did that in like two minutes. This movie took them twenty. Like it took <laughs> it, it. It takes them a long time to build up this character, and that's fine. I don't mind that. But it's in this kind of movie, you you do want to kind of get to the 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 good stuff almost. You kind of want to get to the good stuff quicker. Yeah, um, yeah it just it's just it's, drawn out. It's it's long and yeah. Tony could, Tony's a solid character on his own outside the armor. Bruce Banner is not the same caliber when yeah. compared to the Hulk. Very fair. Very fair. People are there to see the Hulk, not to see Bruce tool around right. in the conveyor belt. <laughs> yes. or or try to woo a woman you never see again in the movie <laughs> hey you see her one more time one more time you had to have yep. that scene where he rescues her to when he escaping she doesn't try to try to throw him out the window when he drops into her naked that's the whole point of that scene <laughs> right right but yes you're right it's unnecessary <laughs> yes the the narrative device three is uh, I, like that part when he's fighting the guy though i do like the stupid joke where he's like, you wouldn't like me. He's trying to say you wouldn't like me when I'm angry. Oh yeah. But instead, he says you wouldn't like me when I'm hungry. And they're like, what the hell? Because he doesn't know the language as well. Yeah. Call back to the earlier scene where he's watching Sesame Street, trying to learn Portuguese through it. <laughs> yeah. 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 New. I didn't Which know is... Brazil spoke Portuguese. Uh, I only know it because the. Well, I'm getting ahead, getting ahead of us now. But <laughs> when uh, he wakes up after the transformation, the guy says, "I don't speak Portuguese," and he starts speaking Spanish. That's the only way I learned it too. Was that little yeah. scene? And I'm like, oh, I learned something new from this movie. <laughs> and uh, I think I'm, I might be just a bad person, but when I'm, I wrote, I looked at my notes and I said, because I thought this woman would actually become something—the woman that he he's saves from the creepy yeah. guy with the weird face. Uh, I write, rescues the lady. Parentheses, sweaty. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't wrong because every time you see her on screen, she is. Very sweaty at it's all times. <laughs> I, yeah, I guess that's probably very fair. Yeah, I think the second time it's implied she had just gotten out of the shower. That's why she's yeah, she's naked with in a state of undress. <laughs> this, oh, this movie. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> One thing I like—you have that scene which is kind of stupid where you see him fight, but it also I thought was cool when they show the little like monitor he's wearing the little heartbeat monitor that keeps track of what he doesn't except in my experience with the hulk it doesn't just oh he hit 200 okay hulk time it doesn't work that way it's like he has yeah. to be pushed angry hurt you know killed like they're almost killed like, there are things like that that trigger it not just oh we're about to have sex my heartbeat's going up oh, oh god oh god yeah, let's, like let's let's get to that point yeah. I, we we got to dine on that a little bit and the, the blood pressure monitor and once we get to that chase the chasing we're not there yet but um we're not there yet. For me, though, it's a decent device, but we'll we'll get there. It's I didn't mind it. Like I I That's didn't fine. mind much about this movie actually. I know we'll, we'll... yeah we, <laughs> yeah we didn't, we really didn't do overviews or overarching thoughts. Um, no. this is a Marvel ass Marvel movie <laughs> for for the time. It's very I think I like I said in the uh, proverbial green room uh, to, to to Mike. I was saying that this is like a Ford Taurus, right? It just Get you where you need to go. You turn the key, it rumbles on, and you and it moves you forward. That's all this is. It 
just does what it's got to do. Nothing exceptional, especially compared to Iron Man that came out like two months earlier. Iron Man, like this <laughs> wonderful movie that's still a top five, I think, MCU movie for me. And then you get this, which is just Marvel ass Marvel movie, you know, and yeah, it's fine. I, I never like even when they start putting together the special forces team after the whole bottle incident. I don't care for any of those. Like, I mean, they're all just throwaway characters because no, they're not great. <laughs> no, I didn't care for any of that. Like that whole. And then I never cared for the, the character that plays Emil Blonsky, which is yeah. God. What the hell is that name? The actor Tim Roth. Yeah, I don't. I just, I don't, I thought he was too weak looking. I mean, even though I know Edward Norton is a weak looking Bruce Banner compared to what Bruce Banner becomes out, I'm okay with that. But Tim Roth playing the special forces, you know, retired, like, like 40 year old super soldier type thing, even before he gets the injection. I don't, he didn't look, he looked too measly and too weak to me and not buff enough. Yeah. I, thought. I don't know. Every Maybe time they show him without enough. his shirt on, it's like a weird CGI emaciated body. Under oh, him. yeah. That was it very strange. Right. It's very uncomfortable. It wasn't pleasant. <laughs> no. And uh, everything, I don't like the soldiers, but when they do attack, when they do attack and they go after Bruce and you have that little scene where he runs into the, into the uh, bottling company where he gets attacked by the idiots that he rescued the girl from, which you didn't really, I mean, I guess you needed a scene to make him turn Hulk. Yeah. I didn't care for that whole chase. Like I didn't care for, he's running through the town or, you know, he's trying to get away from them. And then he sneaks into the building. I didn't care for that as much, but that scene when he first goes Hulk and they play it like a horror movie. Where you mm-hmm. don't see Hulk, you just see a hand grab out and grab a guy like that was. Um, I thought that was amazing that whole scene. Like I loved it. Was I the only one? Shadow, Shadow Hulk is Bill put it off off camera. Oh, it's, it's, <laughs> it's a very horror movie. He's you don't see Hulk until like the very end of that scene. It's yeah, it's quite cool. I thought it was perfect. Like I thought that was a great way to introduce this character to so many people. By just hiding him like a normal horror movie, you're gonna hide the you're gonna hide this thing where you don't see what's happening, and it just it really like I didn't think about that last time I saw this, but it really grabbed me. I'm like, okay, this is so cool when you do finally see him. You know, he's ugly as hell. Like the yeah. the current Hulk we have, when they took Mark Ruffalo's face and put it on Hulk, way better <laughs> than this one. But it just yeah. it was still cool. Like that whole scene where I mean, other than the secure the special forces are idiots. It's a cool oh, yeah. scene when they introduced him. Well, see, my I actually had a different take on it. I, I wasn't as big of a fan of it. I the initial like I agree with you when they're running through Rio and they're, you know, basically doing their chase sequence. The problem with chase sequences, there has to be stakes, right? There has to be some sort of something at stake for the viewer to experience. And, you know, as the viewer, I don't care who you are, that eventually Bruce is going to turn into Hulk. Like We know that's going to happen. So we're waiting for that. And yeah. even at least, at least me as a viewer, I'm waiting for that. Fine. Mm-hmm. So for me, as they're kind of running around, there were no stakes. The only real stakes were, and this actually I thought was really good, which again doesn't fall in line with the character, is that blood pressure monitor. That's the only thing you're concerned about. You're concerned, oh, damn, that thing's going to hit 180. Yeah. Getting close. Getting close has got to slow it down. I like that. That was actually the only thing that gave me any sense of tension in that. And then during I do admit the the scene where he throws he throws that one dude through like three built three plate glass windows is glorious. It was really fun and I actually like jumped like, ooh, okay. Fun. <laughs> but for me the, the I don't know, the horror the horror lead in was just too it was too slow. It took too long to get there. 
Um, I don't know how I would have done it differently, so I can't complain too much. But um, the reveal, I can see why people would like it. But I, for me, I just felt it was too slow. A lot of this movie is too slow. And we've discussed some of the pacing issues, which there yeah. are a myriad of. <laughs> but it seems like it, some yeah. scenes are just like cuts of multiple scenes thrown together and then all of a sudden it'll just slow down and take its time with the different the next scene and then it starts jumping around again it's just yeah so bizarre that's a, that's a very i didn't think about that when i was watching it but now that you kind of pointed out like after the whole bottle scene you had the chase you had hulk then you have him running around naked sitting around in town not really doing anything getting to the truck like it it's all of a sudden the movie just completely comes to a you know to a halt nothing exciting is happening and all the pro- the antagonists can't find Hulk, and Hulk can't find anybody, and it's just that little <laughs> bit. It's just kind of, it makes sense. Like I see what you're talking about. Yeah, it's, it's an just, incredible Hulk. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, yeah, well, I mean, it's just like, that whole se- sequence when again they're stalking Hulk now, right? And is that really in the Hulk's nature to just lumber around all murderous and slowly? Like I, I know, thought yeah. he was this big crazy monster who just goes goes ape shit and mental and throws in, tractors which is what's great about hulk in the but, comics in any other version of hulk he wouldn't have stopped he wouldn't have let him get shot in the back look at them and walk away he would have murdered everybody in that yeah hulk. yeah and and, and hulk. so so in this scene now you have this big hulking monster and again if you've never if you don't know what a hulk is and you're just walking into this movie without any knowledge of Marvel anything, which could be, could <laughs> be. I'm not, I'm not, yeah. not saying you know everyone's an expert, but you get a lot of just people shooting into darkness, <laughs> nondescript dudes in black uniforms, Tim Roth looking menacing ish, <laughs> just shooting at darkness. Right. I, it, it just, it just was so bloated. And I will now say the one thing that I think sinks this movie more than a lot is the fact that. Okay, let me back up one second. Let me back up real quick. I will never, ever, in a critical standpoint, complain about someone's appearance. Like, you'll never hear me say that. Like, oh, this person didn't look right for this part, or this person was too thin. This person, that will never happen because I know critics will do that. Yeah. But, but you should try to make Hulk's face look kind of like Edward Norton's face. (laughs) Can you please just, just some sort of facial feature, maybe the nose (laughs) or the, his eye structure. It looks, Hulk looks nothing like Edward Norton. (laughs) And the problem with that is, is that you lose all connection to the main character. Now this is Hulk. There's this, there's this emotional separation between sad Bruce, sad Bruce, an angry Hulk, and they're two people when they should be a a extension of each other, like they are in the other Marvel movies. Mark Ruffalo, when he turns into Hulk, looks like Hulky Mark Ruffalo. Like it <laughs> looks kind of sort of like him. it looks like a natural extension. Where in this situation, it's such a big divide. It almost makes me feel like they designed the character and never casted Bruce. Like they designed the Hulk. And then thought about the casting later. And then, all right, whoever, we'll, yeah. we'll get somebody. So that's that. one of my biggest problems with this. And that's the biggest problem with everything from the emotional scenes with Liv Tyler and Hulk to the emotional scenes between they have no chemistry at all. No. None. And there's none. It was it just me. When she's talking throughout this movie, there's just something seems so off by her acting. Like, I like her a lot. Yeah. 
I think she's great in Lord of the Rings, but for some reason it just felt like she was talking really quiet when she shouldn't have been, or something just felt off with her voice in this movie. She's she's pretty she's very subtle. And she's not great when she has to be like we cast like really, really emote, like, you know, in Armageddon, which of course for me is just a, a glorious piece of garbage. I, uh, I've is, never seen that movie. Oh, it is. Oh, you, you simply must. You simply must. But uh, <laughs> the glorious piece of garbage, and I adore it. Um, but yeah, that's that. That was my biggest problem with 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 this. Like I'm looking at the, the the movie poster right now, and it's actually a perfect encapsulation of what this movie is. It's a sad, sad Bruce <laughs> looking at the ground, and then the back of a monster. And that's what this movie. It's like <laughs> you, you kind of see this monster for like you know 15 minutes total in the movie, and then a lot of sad Bruce. Just looking at the ground. To be fair, there are like the 15 best minutes in the movie. Oh, they were. There, there's no <laughs> question. We'll, we'll get to Body Horror Abomination. That was wonderful. Uh, yeah, well, I'll be later. Yeah, we'll get there. But anyway, that was my, with that chase scene, that was my main kind of thing with it. But Okay. I I didn't care for, like we were kind of mentioning how, when they have the whole part where he's trying to get to America, because he's trying to get to Mr. Blue. I mean, my... The part of me was like, how the hell did he get there with no money? He ain't going to cross the border with no ID, nothing. And I'm like, stop it, Mike. It's a movie. Shut up. My wife said the same thing. My wife's like, how did he get to Guatemala? Like, How'd you get there? I mean, you can't just cross the border with nothing. I mean, all he had was a pair of ripped up shorts and some guy gave him a coat and he wasn't working. He wasn't trying to do anything. You just see him sit in the corner, have his hand out and a little kid puts money in his hand. And I'm just like, yeah, yeah. it would it would have been like ten years later. He gave, he made it to America. Not... You're you're a scientist. Go fix someone's car. Make some scratch for yourself. Don't sit I mean, there and panhandle you ninny. Just yeah, I would have rather had some kind do of do something I mean, with your skill set. I don't know. It's it just you know a movie being a movie thing where I'm arguing about something I shouldn't be arguing about. <laughs> but it did no, kind of throw me off. It's worth arguing about because it's developing this guy's character. Like again. Tony Stark, he's resourceful. Do you think Tony Stark would have sat there with his hands out in the middle of a you know a marketplace? He would have gone and done something. And that's yeah. developing this character. And this character, you're telling, it's sad Bruce staring at the ground. Like, who wants <laughs> to follow this super, guy? Super intelligent character in the comics and in, in Marvel yes. himself. He's one of the, I want to say, top five intelligent people in the yep. whole Marvel universe. With uh, Mr. Fantastic, Tony Stark, I might be missing some, but I know Bruce Banner, they're all up there. Yeah, he's up there. And that, so that was kind of, that kind of bugged me. And then when you get, when you get to America and he goes back to New York and you have those scenes where he ends up going to the pizza place. And I mean, that didn't bother me. And then you have the guy from Modern Family shows up. (laughs) Wonderfully named Stanley's. Did you catch that? Stanley's. Oh, yeah. I did catch Adorable. Uh, there's also another cameo, like when he tries to get into the into the college, but they ask for an ID and he can't go. Then he ends yeah, up getting oh, yeah. the pizza. The guy, the guard that he talks to is Lou Ferrigno. So who, good. Who's the guy who played? For those that don't know, the guy that played Hulk in the 1970s show. Yep. They just put a bunch of green makeup on him. Yep. My wife, my wife, my wife yells, she's like, "It's old Hulk, old Hulk." I'm like, <laughs> that is Lou Ferrigno. Oh, nice to see you, sir. Inside story: I almost met him. He was supposed to come to a convention I went to, but then he unfortunately canceled. <laughs> I almost met him one of these days, hopefully. This won't be the last time we talk about Lou Ferrigno in this series, because he's the voice of the actual Hulk in Avengers. He is really pretty sure. Uh, that's awesome. I mean, I know that. Oh, and speak, 
speaking of the Hulk TV show, there's also a cameo because Bill Bixby is dead at this time and still dead because you know how death works. Um, when he's watching the TV earlier, I forgot to mention this. I know I didn't know where else to go with that comment. For now, um, when he's watching, when he switched between the channels, one of the shots he sees is Bill Bixby on TV real fast in some old show. Oh yeah. So they Bill Bixby for those that don't know yeah. is the guy that played Bruce Banner in the '70s Hulk show. David Banner. Oh, this is David Banner. It was David Banner in the, the wow. Show. Yeah. Okay. They screwed up. <laughs> yep, Lou Ferrigno is the voice of Hulk in the Avengers and Age of Ultron and Ragnarok. Get out of here. Right on. Cool. I love it. That's very yep. cool. So I learned something new. That man needs a check. Let's let's do it. And, he, and he's he's that, a treasure. That, Good for him. that whole scene where he goes into the college though, after like he gets to the computer and he's trying to hack and find the thing, and he's like, "It's not there." And I want to be like, "You really think the government officials are just going to leave it in a room where <laughs> some guy is seeing across from you let you in the room because you gave him a slice of pizza?" Like, what do you think? <laughs> I'm like, "Come on, now they're going to make everything disappear. Like they're not going to leave evidence for you to find." I don't know. That kind of that was another one of those scenes. I'm like, eh, "I don't believe. I don't buy this." But again, it doesn't matter. <laughs> so. Oh, and also one last thing in that little because there's a lot of like references in that little scene, especially like after the big fight. And, you know, when Tim Roth starts, you know, learns, learns because at first Tim Roth thinks like this is these are two different creatures. Like evidently he oh, has yeah. some sort of monster as beck and call. I forgot about all that where he figures out that they're the same thing and they then they do like a little yeah. backstory where they explain we were trying the super soldier program and it, it didn't work. Okay, I forgot about that. And 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 because I think when he was back in Brazil, they actually play the sad Hulk music. Yeah, they do. <laughs> yes, yeah, so good. That was great. I was very happy. Uh, and yeah. like all that crap with Tim Roth, where he gets injected with the Super Soldier Serum, and they're like, "What if you had all this? You know, what if you had the body of a twenty-year-old?" And he's like, "I'd be an unstoppable." And I'm like, uh, "I don't know." It just well, we'll get Tim there. Roth yeah, didn't I didn't work for I, me. I, I see. I like Tim Roth as an actor. I think he's he's quite good, given the right role. Did he work for this? No, I don't know. It was fine. Again, he was very workmanlike, right? He just kind of got the got the job done. I like Tim Roth, so I for me it was fine. He's a um, good. He's a good actor, though. Yeah. he's been in some really good movies. Oh, of course, yeah. But absolutely. this one just didn't. It didn't feel like he was the right character to play this. To play this, right actor to play this character. Yeah, and did I miss did I miss this where um when Bruce when we went he went back to America? I have in my notes it says how with two question marks. <laughs> they I think that's never, what you were talking about, right? Like how, did they never nothing. they papered over that, huh? Right. Yep, they just they just show time has passed and now yep. he's in New York somehow and he going to Stan Lee's and he has clothes and money and enough to get something. Yes. I, it never explains it. As the Hulk, he goes from Brazil to Guatemala, which is I like can buy that. miles, I guess, in, I in, in the night. Hulk. And then it takes him another 16 days to get from Guatemala to New York. Somehow? I can buy the Hulk part, because when you're a big hulky monster and you're running across the woods and you're jumping over things, I can buy that. Getting the, from Guatemala to New York in 16 days with no money, I can't buy that. The angly Hulk actually has a bit of him doing the, the jumping around. So if we ever cover that, you guys are going to see that in action. Oh, oh yeah, I want to. <laughs> so, I never seen I never seen all that movie. I'm trying to keep it that way. Neither of yeah, you have, and the more you guys say that, the more I'm like getting determined to make this happen. I'll, I'll listen. <laughs> I'll I'll do anything for this show. Do you realize that? Well, not anything, but let's see. As far as viewing media, I'm down. 
Oh yeah, the 1994 Fantastic Four movie. That's it. Let's go. Is that <laughs> the Roger Corman one? I think so. That could be the David best Hasselhoff, Nick Fury movie. So about man. the same time. <laughs> oh, down. Let's go. But also, like the part when you first have Liv Tyler see Edward Norton when he comes out of the restaurant and he just walks in, she's standing there with the Modern Family guy I mentioned earlier. And the restaurant closed. She sees him. He runs away. And then she runs out there. He's hiding behind the garbage can, <laughs> like he's a, like he's, metal, like he's solid snake up against the garbage can. I'm just waiting to hear the doo-doo. and then she goes back in the restaurant. She's like, "Tell me, I saw what I think I saw." And I'm just like, hmm. well, "Go towards him!" Or like, I, I wrote that in my notes. Why are you hiding? What are you doing? And he, I mean, I can understand. I thought, okay, he's going to hide because he's not going to see her right away. He literally talks to her shortly after. No, he's running away, then she chases him down the car. And yeah. then he stops and talks to her. I mean, but how again, how did she find, hey, look at this guy in a hoodie. That's my ex-husband, my ex-fiance, her ex-boyfriend. Like And again, developing a character. This character, he's okay, Bruce Banner, we get it. He's mild-mannered, he's not a not a monster. We get it. Fine. But does he really have to be that much of a mope? Just just say hi. <laughs> like, hi, Liv Tyler. He's, he's and then he just walks her. away like, who well, dodge that bullet. I mean, I I like like I, I like things about that, but I didn't understand why he's running away from her. And then right after she meets up, I'm like, yeah, fuck it, you're, I'm with you. I'll stay at your place. Um, I'll take that deity you got. You can go run away to get like everything goes out the window immediately after that. And I'm like, okay, what does hiding yeah. behind the garbage can versus ten minutes later in this movie? Like, yeah, we're all good. I don't give a shit about your life anymore. Come, come, be on the run with me. Like, we'll share platonic hey. sleeping arrangements. It's fine. We'll just be separated. Yeah, yeah. Right. Oh, and. For those that don't know, I can't remember the name, but the Modern Family guy, his character is another char- another one of Hulk's allies that they never they don't get there in this movie or in MCU yet. But that's who it was supposed to be. Huh. I want to say Richard Sampson was his name. If I remember correctly. I have it up, but I can't find it at the moment. Leonard Sampson. Oh, OK. Sampson is a one of the heroes for sure in the Hulk comics. He's a guy. He's a big guy with green hair. Ducks. Yes. That's what they were referencing, but they do it weird in this. But that's what that's what the reference I felt was. Oh, that's not the last time they'll do that in this movie. Yeah. (laughs) Oh yeah. Yeah. There's a biggie. There's a biggie coming. That's That's all I could think of when that came in there. I'm like, oh, but then they're like, yeah, that's we're not going to worry about that. (laughs) He's in two scenes. Yeah, he wasn't necessary for this movie. Like after, like every I everything with like you were saying before, Liv Tyler and Edward Norton don't really have chemistry in this movie. Like they try, she's a fine actress, but they just it didn't really like buy it with them. Like Edward Norton's a very powerful actor, and it just didn't bounce off each other well. Yeah, it feels very out of out of sync. It's just I think the script is not great. It's not set up for this. It's it's like. Yeah, they just, it's not set up for this, you know, Wait, and I, yeah. I forgot, it's not that they go on the run right away, it's that she's taking him to the bus stop or train, whatever, bus stop, that there is no bus stop around where they're walking to, and that's when, okay, I, I got it wrong, I skipped the scene. Yes, because that, that, that's, you're, you're talking about, like, the main, their main, uh, when they finally turn non-platonic, is yeah. after that second action scene, I okay, think. Okay, yeah. yeah, they have the night. He, she sleeps on the other bed, and he has green sheets, which I didn't catch my wife pointing out to me. Everything's like, green. Everything's green. green. Or green, I get it. Green <laughs> soda, green flowers, green USB stick. What about the purple shorts? I, I did laugh when she pulls out the big, giant purple yeah, shorts. Yeah, that was cute. That was very cute. 
Yeah. I'm just like, oh, this movie. Oh, my God. The green. Would you stop with the green? We get it. The green. Oh, they, they're not going to stop. They're so annoyed. Green. Stop with and it. Then, we get it. After, like, when he's when she's walking him to the bus stop, I'm thinking to myself, and then you have when all the all the SWAT's hiding and somebody moves too quickly, and then he's like, they're here. And he starts running. <laughs> like, that scene to me was just... One, I feel like they would have been a little smarter about it. And two, I'm like, this guy is so paranoid and careful, he wouldn't have let his guard down the way he did to get... Like, he was out in the open just walking. Oh, yeah, and you're right. He was just tracing about the quad. There? Yes. And it didn't look like a bus stop. They're at a freaking college campus. Buses yeah. usually don't go to college campuses and no. pick you up like, all right, everyone heading to New Jersey? We're leaving right now. <laughs> like, I, I didn't... I don't know, that's so weird to me. No, that's what that's what the uh, the the filmmakers. That's the only place they could get, like the only open space they could get on their budget. They're like, the bus stop could have come here, kids. I don't know. No, I, glasses. I've caught the Greyhound bus. It was in downtown Milwaukee when I did it, and, and there was no ca- uh, large campus. It was just an old building with a bunch of weird people sitting in there. So I I did not buy this. I rode the Greyhound once. It was not my best experience. <laughs> that was a long time ago. Oh, a random thing I have to point out that I forgot about when they had the Stan Lee cameo. We talked about. Minutes, many minutes ago, it happens in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, which is my hometown. For those that oh, don't, know, it made me nice. made me smile inside. Excellent. So, okay, we were talking about like the campus, like that. That scene is just weird where they have him run. He's trying to escape, and they're chasing after him, and it's just like he he swallows the data. I want to say at one point, <laughs> that's, that's so delicious, gross. Delicious data. <laughs> he gets a flash drive from Liz that has all the data from the Hulk experiment from during the you know the prelude of this movie and he's like well i can't put it in my pocket so we're just gonna shove it down my stomach and you see him like start to gag himself and i want to be like is that how that works as you start if you stick your fingers in your mouth things come out not go in i'm pretty sure i never tried but i didn't think that's how it worked that's true so i yeah plus if you swallow a flash drive i feel like you wouldn't just spit it i don't know i guess drug people there are people who like mule and swallow stuff and then spit it back and then throw it up later. But I. Well, it comes out like later, completely pristine after a Hulk transformation. You think something would happen to it? Because it's not in a baggie. It's not in like. I know with <laughs> right. mules, they put things in bags. They do certain ways to keep it contained inside your stomach. He didn't do it. He's like, okay, follow the slap. Like, oh, here we go. <laughs> and his, his first thought wasn't to, like, I don't know, put it in his pocket. <laughs> Could have just. Or stick it in your shoe. No, he yeah, decided. But then Oh, but yeah, there no, you're right. He was anticipating the transformation. He was anticipating. That's fair. Yeah, yeah okay, fair. Yeah, anyway, they're regardless. trying to catch him. They they ended up That's trapping right. him in a little hallway and gas him. And then mm-hmm. they, I want to say, or they shot him. I can't remember. Yeah. Uh, they gas him. And they tried to gas sees, him. He panics. He sees one of the guys uh, tackled Betty, and that's what triggers. Oh, that's what triggers. Oh, okay. I I forgot. I I wasn't completely paying attention. I think at this point. But and that's a, an interesting thing. I didn't. I'm sorry to cut you off. I, no, you're I'm sorry. Good. Just the one thing that's interesting to me, and I didn't realize this until y'all were talking about it. If Hulk is isn't supposed to be triggered by his blood pressure or his heart rate, it's by trauma, and that's cool. I dig that. Like the idea of, of your your worst self being awoken via via some sort of traumatic experience or, or traumatic fear. Yeah. That's interesting. This movie's not that interesting <laughs> because they set it up with the blood pressure thing. And I'm like, OK, well, we'll get to that point, too. And, you know, post you know, in um, uh, platonic turns, almost not platonic. But um, and that's an interesting moment. He sees lit. See, that's me. I thought the gas was getting to him and he was just getting too amped up and attacked. And you guys mentioned that it's actually because someone tackled Liv. OK. Yeah. Yeah. It, 
they kind of like backpedal what they were what they were going for. Usually in Hulk, it's like the whole idea: you're making me angry. You you get his, you know, that's what gets him going. Usually it's hurting him, like shooting him, throwing him off a building, beating the crap out of him. Usually those are the things that trigger it. In this movie, they go a little like it's a cool idea, but they don't stick with it. Like even and then the whole scene when he does transform into Hulk. I didn't care for the scene when he's running around the college campus fighting the military. And I just, I mean, he had some cool parts where he, like he grabs something has, and makes like metal weapons, starts fighting people. And then you have fucking Tim Roth again, uh, <laughs> runs at him at one point with a grenade Super launcher. Yeah. And I just, I did not care for that part. I, it just felt so like, I understand. Okay. I, I'm Captain America. I'm going to go take on all. And it just, it didn't work. <laughs> well, and then also, because, you know, I didn't mind the whole campus thing because, again, you get to see Hulk do Hulk things, which is take giant pieces of artillery and throw them around like a maniac. And that's cool. <laughs> a lot of that. It's, it's great. And it's a lot of that, which is which is great. But it always makes me laugh. It, it, it is a Superman issue where, yes. you know, you have the, you have the, the villain. I and... <laughs> oh, Go ahead, then. I'll let you go for it. Yeah, go for oh, it. Oh, it's just the fact that, hey... We're gonna shoot this guy. Oh, bullets aren't working. Uh, shoot him some more. Just use every <laughs> every amount of ammo, every scrap of ammo you have. It, it's bound to do something eventually. And it, and also the problem is too is that they keep escalating because that's what a movie has to do. It <laughs> escalates and escalates. All right. So the the the, but the bullets didn't work. Let's bring out the Gatling gun. All right. The Gatling gun doesn't work. Let's bring out the rocket launcher. Let's bring out the <laughs> sonic cannons, which evidently are a thing. That yeah, doesn't this- work. They almost worked. The Sonic almost. took them down, though. Almost. They st- slowed them down. They all could have ran. <laughs> they could have gotten a head start. <laughs> they all could have just left. Um, well, they almost do. Thing. They almost yeah. retreat like, right after this part, except for um, Tim Roth, who won't retreat. I mean, I, I want to say the rest of them retreated. Tim Roth. Crazy Tim Roth with all his blue goop in his spine, which, by the way, was so gross and oh, really yeah, freaked me out when he got a needle into his spine. That's yeah, I... I really don't like needles, and when I see certain <laughs> scenes like that, I'm like, Ooh! I just don't, I can't do it. Yeah, when they plunge a railroad spike into his back and they <laughs> put blue goop into it, my brain goes, all right, that's going to go in your nightmare box 75. Just <laughs> pop that there. I, I'm okay with the blue there. goop, just no needle. Let's forget the needle. They just want to put the blue goop and like have it somehow that's go it. into See okay. you in nine months, brain. See you in nine months, dream. That's it. But, um, You're welcome. yeah, exactly. But, um, yeah, but yeah, so Tim Roth, when he's like, fine, when, when all is lost and he's got his, uh, you know, wielding two halves of a tank, he busts out his little pea shooter pistol. <laughs> okay, that part really Dude, bothered me. I'm like, hey, a 50 caliber is doing nothing to him. All right, let's shoot him with a pistol because this is bound to work. <laughs> fucking run. Dude, he is wielding two halves of a tank and you've pulled out essentially a slingshot. Like, let's stop here. Well, hey, <laughs> it worked in the Bible. Sense. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it worked in the Bible. <laughs> but it, it didn't. It didn't. It, and then he gets his ass hit, hits a tree, uh, breaks like every bone in his body. Just, I mean, it's just the way they made it look. It just like he goes raked uh, all. It's just like that was so whole. gross. That was really was rough. My, my favorite part in the movie. Where he's like, Is that all you've got? And then just Hulk Spartan kicks him and he just flies into a tree. It's amazing. It is amazing. Uh, it, it was a gross scene. <laughs> And then I don't remember what happened, but I, I know Betsy gets in the way and she almost gets killed by something like, I think, a helicopter. I can't remember what ends up almost hitting her. Yeah, a uh, helicopter, the gunship starts shooting a Hulk while she's right near him. Okay. Cause... He throws the piece of tank and a chopper comes down. He has to shield her from the debris okay. and whatnot. I, 
couldn't remember exactly what it was. And I don't even, I want to say she was trying to get to him because she realized that that is her Bruce Banner. So she's yeah. trying to get to him, which, which worked for me because you have the whole idea of, you know, she didn't know he was the Hulk and you have what goes on later on with Scarlett Johansson, Black Widow's character with Hulk. And so I, I, I could buy all that where she tries to connect to him and then he rescues her. And then you have that scene where he's holding her walking through the flames and, I did like that scene, but you think they would have done, they're like, okay, you win Hulk. You got the girl. We're all good. You can go now. Like that to me kind of felt, I mean, if I understand it's the, it's the general's daughter, but I still feel like they would have been like, fuck it, kill him now. Don't stop. Right. But you know, I, I'm okay with it. Cause I, I like that. Scene. <laughs> yeah. And that's the, at that point too, is that where when um, Liv and Hulk, they're underneath the waterfall in this scene that is purposely staged to just look stunning and beautiful and serene. Yeah. Why isn't he calmed down yet? Like everything's cool, brother. Let's look at this picturesque setting. It's How did you get there? It's I guess so. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, because the lightning flashes and he throws a rock at the sky and I kinda like that. That was cool. <laughs> My question for you guys is as people who probably know more about this, so where does the dividing line of Hulk being human and monster? Because from and this is a genuine question because later on in the MCU, it seems like Bruce Banner can kind of control it. He can control himself when he's Hulk, kind of, sort of, right? He's not destroying the other Avengers. He's not destroying innocent people. He's just going after the bad guy. But yeah, like, how does that Hulk. see? But that does that happen? Because I'm assuming that's like a control situation where Bruce has learned. Okay, this is part of me now. I've accepted him. He's a he's a duality. In this moment, though, like, why would he save Liv Tyler? Like, why would he protect her? Like, so where does that line happen? Like, is that part of just learning how to be this monster slash human? Or uh, I, I don't know, I'm just I curious. I'm curious from a comic book perspective. Like, that's I all. Wanna, I want to say it's Bruce Banner still kind of taking over the Hulk or being it's still there where he knows this person's important. When it comes to Hulk being intelligent in the comics, that comes way, way later when it's a weaker version of Hulk when they kind of have come to understand each other better. Because in the comics, I want to say Hulk and Bruce Banner are two completely different people. They are not the same person at all. They're just inhabiting the same body. And they kind of can talk to each other, but they don't really... They're Like in this, they kind of are the same person they're trying to tell you, at least in this first movie. I felt like, but later on, they are far in the comics. They are far from that. Yeah, that I don't want to take too far off the topic. It was just curious. It just popped oh, up. Yeah. Right oh, they kind of touch on it later on because Betty's like saying that she felt like Hulk recognized her, and Bruce is like, "No, there's nothing in there but rage," and she's just disagrees or whatever. That's okay. the scene with the magically yeah. appearing hat that I sent you guys. Oh my god, which is so good. <laughs> I think it was refilling my beer. I, I was drinking some lovely Imperial Stout last night whilst watching this. The last third maybe a touch hazy. I may have to lean on you guys for that one. That's okay. That's, my not notes are less than legible. I'm, just, I'm kidding. You are missed much in that last third. But no. uh, to answer I your question, like Bill. Oh, you go. Uh, I think it's just depends on the writer and they just kind of write Hulk however they need him to be to fit the situation. So I don't think there's any real consistency. Okay. Each All I know is that scene doesn't work. The waterfall. <laughs> <laughs> it yeah, don't work. It, and then it, it felt unnecessary. And then you have them both on the run, which I kind of like, where he's like, we can't use our credit cards. You can't use your cell phone. And she just happened to have this like super diamond necklace. She's like, well, I can sell this. He's like, no, no, you can't sell that. And then 
uh, it's five minutes later. They're, they're, it's sold. They're driving a truck, and I'm like, <laughs> yeah. Eh. <laughs> it's cute. It's kind of like a, like a Bonnie Clyde me. on the run. Yeah, they're like God, on the run. That yeah, fine truck was terrible looking. The truck <laughs> they buy must have been like, here's a thousand dollars. Here, you, you might make it a ten miles before you break down. And you got to pay more, but here you go, have a trip. I just want to back up really quick to when Tim Roth is in the hospital after getting thrown into oh. uh, <laughs> thrown in, and general what's his name i just called him the general Probably and i'm so hurt. glad and i'm so glad we're papering over all the oh, army stuff name, isn't it? because all the army stuff just sucks like just stupid army guys doing dumb army things hoorah, hoorah. it sucks whatever Shooting at the so hall. glad we're not mentioning it what oh i'm sorry so i was just basically gonna say that he um <laughs> sorry so i basically i was gonna say that uh the um after he gets thrown he's in the hospital and he's all kind of bandaged up um, the chief surgeon or doctor says, yeah, his bones are basically crushed to powder. <laughs> that is a gross sentence. That's really gross. That is a very evocative sentence. It was a pretty cool scene. Um, but he had the he, juice in him. He gets Creep better. Me out. He like gets better. Oh, it was creepy. It was creepy. He's, he's not in a good shape, but his finger twitches, which is a clear sign of good things to come. So, so okay, yeah, so they're on the road. The so Bruce and Liv are on the road. They go I mean, to the border. They say, oh, the easiest way to avoid a border patrol is to not go through it. Turn right <laughs> around. Leave the truck. Oh, you mean like because oh, no. that was in New York when they're going to the campus and they're like they can see everyone checking the cars. They just park their car, close their door. Okay, get out. Let's go. And I want to be like, okay, for one thing, somebody behind you is like, what the fuck are you right, doing? Yeah. Get back <laughs> here. Like, that would have been happening. Anyway. I mean, I, I haven't been to too many traffic jams, but if I saw somebody get out of the car, I'm going to be looking at them like, what the hell? And I know someone's going to be swearing at him because <laughs> that truck ain't moving. So I, I, but I mean, okay, it worked. But then he just disappears and they're somewhere else. I want to be like, by the time that you got out of that car and started to walk off that bridge, I was expecting them to get caught on the bridge and something would happen. Nope, they disappear somewhere randomly, where <laughs> somewhere far away. And I would be like, somebody would have noticed, hey, these people just got out of their car because they saw your checkpoint. We're going to go find those people because they got to be important. Like, it I wouldn't, really, I don't know. But, I really expected someone to be like, hey, like when they got out of their car. Abandoned yeah. their vehicle and turned around. I guess they just crossed the border someplace that wasn't protected. I suppose with no movies, money. Movie's got a movie. Movie's yeah. got yeah. Movie's got a movie. Listen, we got That's popcorn to make the, with the magic oh. hat though. Where Betty wakes him up, he's not wearing a hat. It cuts to a <laughs> shot of her, and then immediately goes back to him, and he has a hat on. That made me so happy this afternoon <laughs> when you when you sent that over because I didn't notice it. I, again, I, I must have been I must have been sipping or taking notes. That is great. <laughs> it's just one of those things where I thought that was funny too. Or when he showed that, I'm like, okay, I didn't catch that. But it's just like when they get to the college, another thing, I didn't care for the the second college part when they're at the one where they're going to go meet Mr. Green finally. Uh, for those that don't know, Mr. Mr. Green is actually the villain, the leader. Or no, Mr. Blue. Sorry, Mr. Mr. Blue. Blue. Yeah, he's the villain, the leader from the Hulk comics, which they never they they start to get to, but they never actually get to. <laughs> I had to look that up first, but before we get to the leader and to all that. You completely papered over the romantic moment. You, you can't. You can't oh you can't. God! I'll let I'll let Mike take this one because I'm sure that might have been your well, favorite scene. I don't know. Naturally, he just halt, he just hacked up the the flash drive, so she she needs to get some of that. <laughs> that's right. Oh yeah, that's right. After he vomits it back up, <laughs> yeah, nothing turns on a woman like spitting out flash drives. That's right. That's right. <laughs> I think I read that in uh, but no. Uh, Issue of Cosmo. <laughs> wow, nothing really. That really that got yeah. nothing. Okay, Fair. that's fine. It's hey, late. They, they can't all be gold. That's okay. That's fine. 
But um, anyway, yeah, they start no, making out, and yeah. the the heart rate monitor, his Fitbit goes crazy, and he says that he can't get too excited. That <laughs> oh, sucks. This practically so sucks. It's not practically me. see the air quotes. Yeah, it, it wasn't. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it's a stupid seed. Like, it just didn't feel necessary. Just let him get it on. Like, it doesn't work. This It's not how this works anyway. So, it's all, like, <laughs> we, we don't need love interests in these sort of things. We really don't. Like, we I don't. don't. I really love Agent Carter. So, yeah, well, well, we'll get... well I mean, I, I've never, I've never, if it's a TV show, I have no idea what you're talking about. I don't, I don't know. Agent Carter and Captain America winner, uh, oh, first yeah. movie. Yeah, that's different. That's, that's, that takes a while though like in these sort of movies especially in this kind of setting just be partners speak to people like hey we're gonna work together to figure this oh, thing out the thing is kind of funny it's just like yeah fuck my boyfriend i've been with for forever oh, I know. long <laughs> i haven't seen <laughs> you in a year he's done we're good he's done they have a house together <laughs> he he's did. done he's forgot about him well betty probably doesn't know it, but he was the one that told ross where to find yeah. them in the, the campus when they were there when the army attacked. forgot about that that's that true. little scene that they had. His second scene. His second and his only other scene he's in. <laughs> yeah, all right. Uh, anyway. Yeah, man. So anyway, well, we're... Uh, yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry. After the stupid sex part when they get to the college. <laughs> I just... I don't know. I, I don't enjoy where they, they're doing the whole scene. They're trying to test him and cure him. And then he's starting to go Hulk. And then they stop it. And it looks cool. But, like, I know who the leader was already. As soon as I hear that when they, when they say his actual name, I'm like, I know who you are. Yeah, I had to look that up afterwards. Yeah, me too. I had no idea. I'm like, they said Samuel Stearns, and I'm like, I wonder if that's a person. So I look at it as like leader. It's like, what? Really (laughs) big villain. Samuel Stern is a Marvel ass name in a Marvel ass Marvel movie. That's I'm like, that has to be something. First letter and last letter being the same. (laughs) Her name. They love stuff like that. First name and last name will both start with the same letter. They just, I don't know why, but especially early '60s Marvel, where a lot of these characters come from. That was their bread and butter. And did anybody else when when uh, when uh, was Samuel Stern? Is that right? Samuel Stern. Yeah. Yep. When yep. Samuel Stern was on screen, the first time I saw him, I'm like, I could not stop thinking about Oh Brother, Where Art Thou? Because. Oh, he, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's the first thing I thought of. I was like, I am a man. I'm like, I legit like after this movie. I'm gonna watch Oh Brother Where Art Thou. It's 11:30, but that's what I'm doing. Toad. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) I've seen part of that movie once a long time ago and couldn't get through 20 minutes of it. Where I'm like, turn this shit off. Give it another chance. But I was also like 17 at the time, so you've you've (laughs) maybe 16. I wasn't the right age. You've grown. You've changed. Give it another shot. It's great. That reference is gonna make my wife very happy. She loves that movie. (laughs) Yep. So good. But, anyway, I mean, I, I know the purpose of that scene is to have him depowered. So that way, like, because he pretty much kind of cures the Hulk. He can't become Hulk. He ends up getting shot by the tranquil. I want to say he I want to say try to escape. And then the military ends up because they, as we said earlier, they, they were following the emails. Right. Emails. And <laughs> in my head every time I hear email and they go and rush him and then they shoot him with a tranquilizer at some point. And then they arrest him and Betty mm-hmm. and. I mean, I thought it was cool because then it's shortly after that they start showing you Samuel Stern's real character. The only part that didn't get me is that everyone gets in the helicopter except for Tim Roth. Nobody's like, hey, you know, yeah. where's Tim Roth? Nah, <laughs> we got Hulk. We don't give it. Like, nobody's questioning where Tim Roth went to. And that part kind of got me. I'm like, wouldn't you be like, okay, we got who's all with me? Like, you do a roll call, like, check and make sure everyone's soldiers. Like, yeah, yeah, we don't need the command. We don't need the chief guy. Fuck him. I don't know. It felt weird. <laughs> but. And then he goes and he does the same experiment and he has Hulk's blood injected into him. 
which I don't know if that's how Abomination is made in the comics. I don't care. I didn't care enough to look it up before this. <laughs> but like that, that whole scene was kind of. I, I did like how Sam, he's like, you know, he's trying to get Sam to do. He's like, I, I'll gladly do it. You don't have to convince me. I don't care. Like you could die. I don't give a shit. I, I did. You don't say those words, but that was kind of his mentality. I, I did like that because it fits the fact that he is a villain. Like he's yeah, not he a hero, he's a... not a helper. He's a villain. He, he's more curious than caution in most things. More curious than cautious. He, he says, does say that, yeah. Which uh, you, you've already got something inside of you. I don't know what it'll do. It might turn into some kind of abomination. He did say that. He does yeah. say that. <laughs> um, this is early, where they don't like, like the same thing Iron Man that we talked about last month, where they say, you were Ironmonger. Like they, they have to try to take yeah. the name and yeah. I'll slip it into a sentence without actually calling it, where later on in the movie they just say, they say fuck it, that's yeah. your name. Like, that's your name, say, right. It's yeah. funny because I didn't I didn't realize that was his name. So for me, oh. I heard Abomination. I'm like, okay. And then when I looked it up afterwards, I'm like, oh, his name was Abomination. <laughs> really? Really, <laughs> oh brother, where art thou? Seriously? You have to hammer that in. Yeah, it's it's early Marvel I movie. I, mean, I didn't know that. Yeah. It goes away, I want to say, by Thor. I think by Thor yeah, they stopped. They, they, they're done with that shit. That sounds about right. Yeah. So, yeah, but because they called the destroyer the destroyer. Yeah, which I can't wait to talk about though. But <laughs> when, you, when you have like the part after Abomination starts turning into about Tim Roth turns into Abomination and he escapes, and you have Samuel Stern's character fall down and the and he gets his head cut and then the Hulk's blood starts you know dripping onto his head. You can see his head start to expand, and that's the end of that character. He's done. But I did like how they were I they know. were they were sowing the seeds for sequels that we never were yes. gonna get. Yeah, yeah, he's done not just in the movie, but into the entire MCU. We never see that character again. No, and then I had to look him up and like, wait, so this guy was clearly a thing. And then I see Leader with his giant green forehead. I'm like, oh, I've seen that guy. He's supposed to be really smart. Clearly identified by his great big green forehead. There's no other and way I, to make someone show smart. I guess. Jojo. Jojo. <laughs> so, yeah, I had no idea. I had to look that up and um, I was like, oh, okay. All right, well, it'd be kind of cool to see this guy again. And it's just too bad that, like, we, the reason why we still don't have another Hulk movie, as we kind of mentioned earlier, is that Disney owns Hulk. Like, they can use him in the Avengers and anything else, but they can't make a solo Hulk movie without having Universal, I think it's Universal, in charge of distribution. And they don't want to give you, they don't want to do that. So they just will not make another one until that is eventually sorted out. That's the same reason why Hulk isn't on Disney Plus. So I guess they'll just keep making Hulk pseudo stars of movies like Thor Ragnarok. Yeah, right. And She-Hulk is coming too because She-Hulk they can use and they can use Hulk villains. Interesting. Okay. It's, it's a really stupid loophole that will hopefully someday get bought out and fixed. Yeah. <laughs> Once yeah, Disney owns everyone. Yeah, everyone. One is the exact correct term to use here. Everyone. <laughs> Yes, we will all have Mickey Mouse barcodes on our arm once they own all of us. It's here, let's give it 30 years. Hey, maybe. Oh, God, I want to make a joke. I'm going to stop myself. Uh, but then you get to the best part of this movie, and I am being completely sarcastic. And, like, he gets in the helicopter. Abomination becomes Abomination. He's running around, tearing up the city. Trying. He's like, are you You're looking for a fight or whatever the hell he's at, saying? I don't remember exactly. I do not like this part. You have Hulk in the, you have Edward Norton in the plane. They're like, and he's like, they're like, turn around. We got to stop him. Once they see the camera and they see abomination, destroying the army, killing everybody. And he's like, you got to hit me down there. And then they're fighting like, no, we can't, you know, and all this other, that's my impersonation of this movie. And <laughs> I just didn't care for, 
I didn't really care for that scene. I mean, in my head, I'm like, there's no way in hell they're going to let you just jump out of the fucking helicopter because they just captured you. I don't care what's killing everybody. They're like, nah, you're coming with us. We don't give a shit. We'll handle it later. I mean, at least my in my brain, I'm thinking that's military been like, you were our mission. That's not our mission right now. You're coming with us. But I mean, yeah. then they jumped off the hell. Well, he dropped out of the helicopter and Liv Tyler's almost ready to fall out of the helicopter, which I... I don't know. I, I mean, I'm terrified of heights, so I'd have been standing in the back, be like, "No, you're good, Bruce. I'll see you later. Have fun." I ain't moving. I would get off my chair, seatbelt strapped in, everything. I'd be sitting there with a bag going, <laughs> "I wouldn't be going anywhere near that door." But I don't know. I just thought she's barely holding on to a rope, and I wanted. To, I don't know much about helicopters, but I, I feel like if you're that high up, you're there's gonna be a lot of air pressure pulling at you or something. I, it, it's a movie. Why am I? Why am I being critical? But when he jumps out and then you have him turn into Hulk, like that was kind of cool where he tries to turn green, but the medicine won't let him. And then he he plummets to what should be his death. And he wakes up and starts killing people or, you know, attacking. It was kind of cool. Yeah. See, I don't like this whole, the the first scene of the abomination, like the first half of it before Hulk intervenes for the same reason that Bill didn't like the first scene with Hulk. Cause it's just, it drags on. It's just like, we're going to not show you him. We're just going to show some of the destruction he's doing. It's just like, get on with it. The movie's already at almost two hours at this point. Just get it over with. <laughs> We're in the final act. Necessary. We're in the final act. Yeah. Abomination is terribly, terribly ugly looking. <laughs> like, if you look at the comic version... And the cartoon version, I like both of those. But this version is is a spine sticking out. It just, I hate it. I hate everything about it. For me, it had he kind of a cool, like, like, body that. horror. Yeah, it had, like, a cool, like, body horror kind of thing going on. Like, his spine clearly oh, was jetting yeah. out of his skin. Yeah, we, uh, we forgot his... to mention that when they give him that the first injection. He goes up to the mirror, and you can see, like, his stomach is, like, caving in because his skin's stretching out the back where the spines are poking yeah. out of his spine. It's cool. Or whatever. Yeah, John Carpenter stuff there. It was really rad, actually. <laughs> like there's like when his legs get big, like it, like his his joint forms from a compound fracture. I think I saw that, unless that was just the beer. I don't know. <laughs> it's something like happened, that. It's, yeah, like it was really cool. ugly. I dug. It was gross, and I I actually liked that quite a bit. Again, this is me just digging body horror and gross creatures. He was really really into it. That's where my brain is. My question is during that scene when they're in the helicopter. Like you said, they were watching footage of like the carnage and the destruction. Who's shooting that? Like who's? <laughs> who, that's what I thought. I'm like, who's taking those pictures? Like the images of them going, "We gotta turn around. We gotta get out of here." I mean, who's shooting the that? army people? I guess. Uh, I don't know. I mean, again, I think flame. if we should have learned by this whole episode, don't this movie. You, you got to watch it. I and not think about it. <laughs> I but know. I, okay, but if you look up Abomination, he looks like a giant ogre. He doesn't look like spine jutting out. Even later version, he always looks like a giant ogre, like a merman ogre. That's what I'm going to call him. He so basically I, looks like like Super Joker in the Batman Arkham Arkham oh, Asylum. Yeah, <laughs> really kind of does, that's right? Yeah, it just it it didn't do it for me. Like this whole fight. I mean, I like you know I like that type of stuff in movies, and I didn't like it in this movie. I didn't like that whole fighting where they're using the cars and hitting each other and beating at each other. Like I just, it didn't do it for me at all. Yeah. It, it Again, it's one of those, it's a classic superhero, super villain fight, right? Superhero seems to get a bit of an upper hand. Super villain gets a major upper hand. Superhero then says their catchphrase makes the ground shake, which clearly that was, <laughs> that was his undoing. Clearly. I don't know. I mean, it's, it's, 
it didn't do it for me. And I do yeah. like that Hulk smaller than Abomination to make it show that, you know, Abomination is more powerful and bigger and faster and stronger. And but none of I, it. Yeah, I would have just right liked way. it. I'm sorry. I would have just liked it if there was a little more um, en- edu- uh, ingenuity. Ingenuity. I work for a company called Edgenuity, so I can't say the word ingenuity. <laughs> so I'm saying Edgenuity. Uh, I wish there was a little more cleverness um, on Hulk's part, which would have shown, which have shown the uh, the viewer how Bruce is starting to learn to control it and use his intellect to kind of help the situation, rather than just Hulk smash, ground shakes. I say the catchphrase, and we then the game is over. Trying to get something like that where oh, he smashes it was the. Uh, he, he smashes is what the, uh... triggers him. Oh, sorry. Oh, keep yeah, well, what else is new? <laughs> <laughs> Finish your thought, then I'll, then I'll say mine. He kind of shows some ingenuity when he uh, smashes the cop car into two and then makes, like, the metal gloves, which is lifted great. straight out of Hulk Ultimate Destruction. It was awesome great. game. I've never played it, but that, that was cool. I was a really yeah. big fan of his yeah, boxing. Yeah, straight out of that game. That was cool. Yeah, I just would like again. I a little bit of cleverness would have been good, except just for Hulk Smash, which I don't even remember why that worked. Like, like tripped them up. I guess it was pretty cool when Hulk was like stabbing with his own bones, and like, that was yeah. great. Taking the spine pieces out, and I'm starting to awesome. realize you really like body horror, don't you? <laughs> I was like, listen, ah, hey, look, hey, listen. All right, we all have our things, but for me, wrong with it. Hey, I hate horror movies, so. Two giant mo- a monster taking a piece of a spine out of another monster and stabbing him with it just hits a little part of my brain that just <laughs> makes me happy. It's the uh, it's the dopamine hit. I don't know. Big yeah, it's nothing wrong with that. I I but it's like the, other, the part that like the whole reason why Hulk even wins this fight, which I kind of forgot about, because he sees Betsy in the helicopter. The helicopter crashes because of I want to say because abomination, and that's when he goes psycho when he sees that his girlfriend is dying. And I was just like, eh, okay, and. He grabs the chain. Uh, he almost kills him, and then he, and then she's like, "No, Hulk, stop!" And, I, and then he then he just stops. And I want to be like, "Why? It's a monster!" Please. Hulk would just keep what are you going. going to do with that? But even <laughs> even before that, uh, Abomination has the upper hand. He says, "I'm going to kill you," and then I'm going to kill her, and that's what triggers Hulk oh, into yeah. the fighting back. Because it all it all comes back to Betty. Like I said, I, I don't, I mean, I like big scenes in most of the end of these movies. I don't like this one. This is one of those fight scenes in, in the movies that I just don't care for. It wasn't, I don't like Hulk. <laughs> Hulk's it's not like, one of my favorite events. So we were talking movie. to like, there's never going to be another Hulk movie, but like, is that so bad? Like, we're no. going to piss, we're going to piss off all the Hulk fans out there, but like, what else can they do? They, they go Professor Hulk in Endgame and that's, that's about it. Enough. Yeah, Hulk's a good <laughs> complimentary character. He's a good character yeah, right. to have right. on yeah. the Avengers team and put in that dynamic. He's not a very good standalone character. Even so. then, he shouldn't be on that team because, again, he's a mindless monster. So, well, yeah, I, he, he's not controllable. I mean, I don't know. And remind me how this ends because I promise you, I don't know why I wrote this. Again, <laughs> I blame the Imperial Stout. It was delicious, but not helpful for this. I wrote Jurassic Park ending. Okay, uh, I can explain that. Okay, thank you. After, I don't know why I wrote that. After that, that I want, he runs away, and then it kind of cuts, and it shows like, oh, 100 and so many days, or some, some number pops up since days since incident. He's in a little cabin in the middle of nowhere, like Unabomber style, and he's sitting there, 
And he ends up opening a letter. He has a necklace. He puts the necklace in an envelope, closes the envelope, mails it back to Betsy with no return address. I don't know. That's just what I thought when I see Cam and I think of Unibar. But Actually, and he's sitting there. Yes. It says on the envelope, he writes, he writes the name David Banner instead of his name, so they can't trace oh, it back, okay. I guess? Yeah. So I guess sure. it's another, okay. another nod to the old series. Probably just a nod. I don't know. Yeah, exactly. I didn't yeah, I didn't David Banner is in the Hulk in the 2003 oh. film. David Banner's in that as the father of Bruce Banner. Right. From the 1960s. Don't, I have don't, worry. don't worry, listeners, we'll get there. <laughs> <laughs> Mike, you're, you're like, we, we need to go. We need to do this. Yeah, no, hey, if you want to do it later on, I'll do it. I'll yeah, I wrote it right after yeah. I wrote. So here's my notes exactly, verbatim. It says, live equals stop. And then arrow, why? He's got to go. That's my thought was, <laughs> he's got to go. Just finish him off. He, he, can't, he can't live. And then it says Jurassic Park end. And I don't know why I wrote that. So yeah. I might. <laughs> I, right, right after that, before this, before the, the cabin and him with his green eyes and this credits. It, they have him sitting there. He's meditating. And then he's like trying to control the Hulk. He turns green. The eyes turn green. Then it says zero. And that's how the movie ends. Right. Well, I don't know why I wrote that, but now, so hopefully somebody else between, between Liv Tyler saying stop and then us in the cabin. Some point at that point, I was reminded of the Jurassic Park. I, I, don't, <laughs> I, know why. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know why. I mean, I was thinking because he's out in the middle of nowhere. That's what made me think of Jurassic Park, but oh, I, it had, I don't know. I'll have to look at it again. There were no dinosaurs in this. I can guarantee you that. <laughs> no dinosaurs were harmed in the, uh, Abomination's kind of close. Eh, normal abomination, yeah, I'd go with. He could look like he'd fit in trees from here. This abomination, he looks like he came out of a Saw franchise movie or something. Like after, the, after somebody went through a trap and their spines <laughs> dislocated and everything. I don't know. I, He's got his spines in his back. It's kind of dinosaur-y. I don't know. Gosh, dang, All right, dang any, it. Right. Any last things you want to say way. about this movie before we go to Shelfer Box? Uh, the way I took that last scene is like what they call back to in Avengers where he says he's always angry so he can kind of control when he changes. Okay, I can go with that. No, I completely forgot the other I know that. And then we should mention, before I go farther, we got to mention the after credit scene that was added way later. Before the credits. Oh, it's right before the credits? Yeah, Yeah, it's it's like like, tacked on to the end. Okay. Just further proof that this is an actual MCU movie because it's before the credits and not after. Okay, I don't... So it has William Hurt's character, the, the general, sitting in a bar drinking, and then you have Tony Stark walks in, he makes some smart remarks as he's Tony Stark. And what I don't understand, he's like, I heard, something about I'm recruiting a team is his last line. He says, who the hell is he trying to recruit is what I was always wondering on this because if you're trying to recruit Hulk, why are you asking Tim Roth's character? He's not going to uh, help you. Huh. Not Tim Roth, William Hurt's character. General, I mean, was he trying to recruit Abomination? Is what I was kind of wondering. Like, I I never really understood what they were exactly going for in the scene. Like, I know it's supposed to be, oh, they're trying to get the Hulk, but it didn't really. I don't know. I didn't really know what they were, what the plan was. That's a good point. I never thought it of that. Uh, we see Ross again. I know he's in Civil War. Civil War. Want to say he's in Winter Soldier at some. Not point. Winter Soldier. He's, he's in not. Civil War. The first time they brought him back. Then he's also in Avengers Infinity War, I want to say. Yeah, I think you're or right. Or Endgame. Can't remember. It might be in both, but I, yeah, that's, he doesn't, he, he, for the longest time, this movie was not recognized at all in the MCU. Nothing of this movie carried over until Civil War when William Hurt's character shows up again. Hmm. And he's supposed to be in the Black Widow movie that's not coming out right now. 
because nothing's really coming out right now oh you're right you know he's captain america civil war he's in avengers infinity war and he's in avengers endgame so i mean that because this movie for the longest time people were wondering is this really even even canon or mcu because nothing is really referenced ever again other than mark ruffalo's when he shows up in avengers he's kind of like you know he's hiding somewhere but yeah he says uh hulk said or banner says in uh avengers that he tried to basically kill himself by eating the gun and he sp- the hulk spit the bullet out and i want to say oh, i read yeah. somewhere that that's a deleted scene from this movie i didn't actually watch the deleted scenes which i probably should have well no it i could see it but that makes sense i, I forgot all about that line i shot myself with a bullet and he caught it or something i forgot yeah, it. He's, the other guy spit it out i can't wait to watch that that is one of the best movies ever <laughs> All right, I think that about wraps up everything to say about this movie. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, pretty much. Let's go to shelf or box. We'll start with a positive note, so I'll go first. <laughs> uh, I'm actually putting this on the shelf. As much as wow. we butchered this movie, cut it to pieces in this out in this in this podcast, I actually really had a good time watching it. As long as I didn't think too much about it and drank a beer, I was good to go. I was enjoying myself. I, I didn't care for the third act a whole lot, but I was playing my little coin master game, my phone, and just and enjoying myself, <laughs> just watching the movie. I was multitasking like that's what I do, and I was happy. I was completely entertained. I watched half of it, went took the dog for a walk, came back to finish the other half. Was all excited to finish it. And the ending kind of was like, eh, you know, in that last fight. But overall, I, I had a great time with this movie. Like it, to me, it was still fun, even though. Now that we talk about it and we cut out and I'm like, wait a second, it's still going on the shelf because I had a good time while watching it. So how about you, Mike? Uh, not as positive as going <laughs> <I> the box <laughs> because as we've kind of alluded to, this does not feel like an MCU movie. It doesn't feel like it was supposed to be an MCU movie. I'm not a super huge fan of the Hulk and like the only scenes I liked were the action scenes and everything else. It's just weirdly paced. It's either too fast or too slow. And it's just, I just didn't enjoy 95% of the movie. <laughs> I guess. Kind of sums it up. Yeah. <clears throat> For me, I'd probably, um, this has to go in the box. This is, this can't go on the shelf. Um, I was, again, I'm looking at, for the whole whole show. I've been looking at the poster for the, the Incredible Hulk. And I just thought it should really be titled the mediocre Bruce Banner. <laughs> Because that's what this movie really is. It's the it's the media, it's the puny banner. <laughs> yes, yes, the less than substantial uh, Bruce Banner. It's it's a Bruce Banner movie, you know. Yeah, and yeah. It, it it is, and unfortunately, Bruce Banner is not an interesting enough character to push an entire movie, especially if your goal is to really get to the big Hulk fights. If you want to make a Bruce Banner movie, fine, you probably could, but. You can't live in both spheres. You can't try to be summer blockbuster action movie and try to be sad, mopey Bruce Banner movie. And since it's just that kind of bipolar um, focus just doesn't work in clashes, um, combined with the fact that there's just a bunch of technical issues, there's pacing issues abound. It's just what? It's like a broken it's a car <laughs> with a broken transmission. Like it's stopping, it's starting, first gear, then stalling. And it's, it's terrible in that regard. Um, there's some fun to be had. Thank you. Thank you. There's a, there's a, there's fun to be had. Um, but you got to look for it. And I do think a couple of cocktails or beverages of your choice is required to mine that joy out of it. It helps. It does help. It does help. But looking at it from a purely critical standpoint, um, yeah, I gotta, that's gotta go in the box. 
See, that's my problem is I don't drink, so I can't I can't oh, enjoy see? it the way the way it's meant to be enjoyed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like, like so I can't watch Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. That's not happening. No chance on that. <laughs> But uh, yeah, you don't need alcohol for that movie, though. I think you need something it's, else. It's 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 intox. It's got intoxicants built into the script. <laughs> I I kind of blew my brother's mind earlier because I finished watching this. I said I don't remember. I remember liking this a lot more. I think I actually like the two thousand two thousand three Hulk better than this movie. Okay, and he uh could he couldn't comprehend, and he's listening to this. So there you go. Okay. I can't. Well, I, I'd either. like to, I'd like to check that, that out. And- yeah, I'd like to check that out. I do like Ang Lee as a director, so I'm very curious what kind of more artsy director can do with with this kind of subject oh, matter. It's, it's very artsy. I was into that. I can I can get down with that. I'll, I'll have uh, I'll have a, I'll have a couple glasses of wine. <laughs> of, what uh, I remember, it it involves like giant dogs at some point chasing after Hulk. Yep, that's true. That's, that's all I remember about that movie. Because like I said, I started watching it, then I got up and walked away and never came back. Oh, Great. Man. We gotta <laughs> yeah. do that. Yeah. Right. yeah, I went to go play Final Fantasy XI, which was a mistake for anyone yeah. that knows Final Fantasy XI. That's a mistake. Should just kept watching. <laughs> yeah, I shouldn't have played Final Fantasy XI ever. I should have quit that. That's a whole other story. Um, that game caused so many issues in my life later on. But <laughs> I think yeah, we covered. Okay, we covered just about everything that we need to say. I want to give a quick. Sh- I think it's time for some plugs, though, real quick. I should do. Um, want to first want to give a quick shout out to our awesome intro and outro, courtesy of Bobby, aka Mike Stoney from his EP Bite the Bullet. Song is a cool kid squad. You'll see a link for his YouTube channel in the show notes. I also want to say this is your first time listening to us. Um, this is the MCU thing that we've been doing now. This is your, the second episode, and we'll be doing one each month, at least for now. Unless we do, who knows what's gonna happen with us. And we also got tons of comic episodes, we got tons of game episodes I do every week. So definitely tune in. You know, there's lots of games my mom found stuff for you to listen to and keep you busy. And next week, we'll be covering... Or not next week, well, wrong thing. Uh, next month, when we do another one of the episode, we're going to be covering Iron Man 2, which is the next one to follow in the series, which I can't wait to talk about. Oh, yeah. I really... Lo- having not seen it for a couple years, I really like Iron Man 2. I think I yeah, saw it too. last year. I think it's a great movie. I know I'm wrong, but I really like it. So... <laughs> Spoilers I know it's not a great movie. I enjoy it. It's not a great movie. But yeah, we'll get to that. So I want to thank everyone for listening, and we will see you guys next month with Iron Man 2. Bye, everybody. Bye.